Okay, so if you, if this is your first time with us, uh, we have been in the gospel according to Star Wars, I mean, since January. So this has been a long time uh, in this thing, and we're going to keep going. And so we're going to be going uh, all the way till June. So today we'll kind of finish up uh, Return of the Jedi, and then uh, next month, April, we'll, we'll be, we will begin everyone's favorite, episodes one, two, and three. I know you're all excited about that. <laughs> Who's, who can't be excited about? And we're going to try to show as much Jar Jar Binks as possible in every class, so get ready. No, I'm just joking. We'll try to only give you a little bit of that. But um, so... What I'm going to do is, so basically, what, what, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to, oh, well, before we do that, who was here last week? I wasn't here last week. Can some, can a few of you just kind of briefly tell us where you left off last week? And then just uh, kind of as a recap for those of us that weren't a, not able to be here. Just a couple words about last week. Any? Yeah. Basically, we, we um, went through the struggles between Darth Vader as the father, Luke as the son, and then the Emperor, and all the shift between the temptations of Luke to go to the dark side and the Emperor with his overconfidence on how he was going to control the whole world, and how that fits into our spiritual life, how we're tempted to the dark side and how we resist. So, temptation. To the dark side, kind of that struggle, that conversation of what that temptation looks like for Luke and how that relates to us. Okay, that's very good. Any other thoughts on last week? Oh, also, oh, go ahead. Okay. Hey, if you are currently in the lobby of the foyer, just crank up a little bit. I'll crank us up. You'll, yeah, just turn the lights out, off, Susan. We'll turn them off. It's kind of like when you're a kid, you turn the lights out. We'll turn those lights out, and then uh, people will. If you want to continue to talk, talk in your inside voice. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Cal. We appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, and Susan. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan Knox. Thank you. Okay. Any other thoughts on last week? From those that were here? Okay. So, uh, what we're going to do, we're just going to watch the rest of the movie. Uh, there's only about 20 minutes left. So, we're going to watch that, and then I'm going to come back and then kind of highlight a few things, and then we'll launch into uh, some discussion from there. Sound good? Okay.
made you powerful. Fulfill your destiny and take your father's place at my side.
strongest power source. It should be the power generator. Form up. Stay alert. We could run out of space real fast.
coming, old leader. I'm already on my way out. <laughs> so confused. <laughs>
clap for that. That's good. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get our lights on. Oh, sorry. Okay. Hold on. So we have a lot to talk about. And so what I'm going to do is I want you to be thinking there was, we saw a lot and there's a, a lot of directions we can go in. I'm very excited to see where we go, but let me kind of just do a brief kind of recap of what we saw and then also toss in some thoughts, some questions that come up as I, as I was watching this, as George was watching this, what we kind of just pondered and then we'll let you all kind of turn to your neighbor and talk for a bit and then we'll come back and hear some hear some thoughts and see where everything goes so really this is kind of the what what we've kind of called the redemption of anakin skywalker and so one of the questions that we thought about was did anakin really die when he turned into dark vader why in the new additions does young Anakin Force Ghost appear at the end rather than the old Anakin, Darth Vader? And what did it mean to bring balance to the Force? Also, uh, we were going to talk, we thought about comparing the Force Ghost to a Christian view of res resurrection of the body. But I'll let you kind of take hold of that. And then, of course, we have another an interesting scene with the Emperor Force Lightning Luke. Darth throwing the Emperor into the pit. Luke taking off his father's mask. And then, um, yeah. And Ewoks. They're so cute. So, those are kind of some... some just nuggets of things that we kind of pondered and there's so much there and I'm sure you're all going to take it in some great directions. So turn to your neighbor, talk, let's come back, let's have a conversation and let's see where, where this uh, rest of the morning takes us. Go. That's it. How's it going? Good. Happy Easter. So if somebody had told me I was 11 <laughs> when this came out. Mm -hmm. That when Luke Skywalker was beating the, you'd, all you all you'd want to see was Luke come back and get his revenge on Vader and just blast the lights. And if somebody had told you that you when he was doing that, I would have right. gone, no, what do you do? No, stop! And the music is all somber and yeah. it's choral. It's like, but you completely yeah. agree because. Well, I mean, you know the original title of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, was, right? was Revenge of the right. Jedi. Which, right. But it went completely against yeah. because he was getting his revenge and then he realized. This no, is not. This is not the way. This is not the way. And only by refusing to engage in that was he able right. to completely right. embrace what it supposedly meant to be Jedi. Which you could argue that the prequels were also showing <laughs> that's not what the Jedi's were supposed to be doing. They right. were not supposed to be participating in the war. They were supposed mm -hmm. to be peacekeepers. Right. I like it. Okay. That was a good nugget.
I'm Patrick. Hey, Sean Rowland. Sean, nice yes, to meet you. Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Whoa. Davis. Davis. You're visiting from? Little Rock. Oh, wow. You all, so y'all live in Little Rock. Well, great. Welcome. I live here in Nashville, but we have uh, the Jerkins. Yeah. Jerkins. Yeah. yeah. It's our family. Oh, are you, wait, are y'all Jerkins? No. Or y'all? I married into the family. You married into the family. And then we are the nephews of Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Well, great. Davis. Right. The Davis. Her maiden name is Dave Davis. Her maiden name is Davis. Okay, so y'all's Davis, and then your last I'm name Roland. Roland. Yeah. You bringing in? He's, you're. He's the outsider. He's the outsider. Yeah, outsider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brought in this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a good. It's a good thing you brought into. Oh, yeah. It's a good bunch. But you live here. Right. I live in. Oh, well, great. What do you do in Nashville? I'm a videographer. Really? That's interesting. We need to chat. Lots, been, of, lots of weddings. So. I've been looking for some videographers. Cool. So yeah. we should chat soon. Yeah, definitely. Is this your idea for the class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were, so we did in the fall, we did the gospel according to the Simpsons. So we were watching Simpson episodes oh, every, uh, every Sunday. Yeah. Which is there are some Christian writers that are that write for the write for the really? Simpsons, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. and we there's I think there's a theory that maybe one of the writers is actually a either was or is a, a COC member because some of the things that they talk about is just right very dead on like right in the between the eyes kind of thing, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you could do a bunch of different series. Oh, yeah. That's so much out there. Especially it's, like Tolkien characters. Yeah, and so that's what, you know, that would have been one thing. Lord of the Rings would be good. You could do Lord of the Rings for a few for, years. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Superman's kind of a... Yeah, Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he was written by two Jewish Yeah, yeah. Jewish guys. that's right. Right. Well, good. Y'all have y'all have some good theories here. Some good. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But but it kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you get you get why, but yeah. He's the redeemed character. Right. Was taken over by this. Season. Right. Is that a part of the story, or they just want audiences to relate? They did when they did those prequels. They that was added, a, Lucas yeah. added all that. Right. Yeah. Which made everybody who liked, like when I was a kid, that was all there was. Yeah. Furious. Yeah. yeah. I remember like a yeah. But even though he was, he was getting a little bit ridiculous, there at the end was Ewoks too. Oh well, yeah. Like you go exactly. through this very poignant scene of Vader being killed, and like, and also there's like a little party with Ewoks. Right. Yeah. So that's what's kind of it's kind of it's what happens when you give, give one, one guy way too much power. Goes back yeah. To yep. Like, he needed a producer to be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure I get information before yeah, we leave. Okay. All right. Let's come back. Let's uh, all right, let's see what you what you chatted about. Who's got a thought? A comment? Reflection? Go right ahead. I actually have a way of justifying Hayden Christensen at the end. Okay. Let's let's make it brief. Well, it's a resurrection. Yeah. We're we're supposedly getting a new body when we get to heaven. Well, we're not going to have um, we're not going to have Darth Vader's armor over that body, and you know we're not going to come back old. We're going to be, you know, in our prime. Our bodies are going to be fit. Clearly, 
we're going to be what God had us envisioned as the entire time. Evil is not going to have touched that. Which is why Hayden Christensen. Okay. So we'll all be fit in heaven. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. So people, stop working out. Hello. Take care of yourselves down here, too. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, let's hear some more theories. Go ahead. No, it's not because he's young. It's before he got evil. Because Obi-Wan is old. That's right. That theory doesn't work. But, it, but I did say we aren't going to have evil's touch on us. What? I said we weren't. That was, my, that was the second part of my statement. Evil's touch. Evil won't have affected us. Yeah, which, which does, yeah, that makes an interesting comment about, you know, that the young Anakin had not yet went over to the dark side and maybe he's being restored to that, that I mean, George Lucas person. has the right idea. It's just that he's a hack. Well, what else? Go ahead. I was just going to say, the reason everybody relates so well to Star Wars and the whole franchise is it's these basic parts of human existence and mm-hmm. concepts like redemption mm-hmm. and, you know, people forgiving others and good versus evil and I mean, I don't. It's so easy to get involved in all the details of the right. films and the characters, but but really, step back and look at all this. It, it, the reason it's so popular is because inside of all of us, we kind of understand these things about redemption, and good and evil, and, right. and heroes, and you know, not going the easy way, and how tempting it is to go the easy way. All those things, and to me, that's the. That's the thing that's made this so successful. Now, right. Like the series yeah. But also, why, why it gets to us. Yeah. And I mean, it was, uh, I mean, Phil and I were talking over here, and it was so interesting, especially if you've watched all of the, you know, these first three movies. And when you get to that final battle between uh, Darth Vader and Luke, and then when Luke turns and starts wailing. It's weird because you like, no, you, you were not ready to be up, not, not wanting him to attack like that because you knew what that meant when he went and, and, and were so revengeful. And I mean, and we mentioned early on before we even started this film that the original title of this movie was Revenge of the Jedi and it was later turned to Return of the Jedi. And understanding that revenge and violence is not the Jedi way. Which it was so, it's kind of weird because traditionally we think, you know, or at least kind of our cultural tendency is to meet evil with violence, when the Jedi way is kind of the opposite of that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to touch on that too. That's one thing I was thinking about was, you know, Luke obviously not tempted even really to even fight his father there at the beginning. We can't hear it at all. Oh, sorry. Just take that, yeah. Yeah, so Luke there at the beginning is not tempted to fight his father at all, even though his father's telling him he's going to kill him if he doesn't fight. Because that's an easy thing to do. But when he starts talking about his sister and bringing his sister into it, that's when the temptation becomes too strong to just wail on him. So, you know, it's, temptation comes in very uh, deceptive ways. It's not always an obvious thing that leads you to a dark path. But he, but then he kind of figured out if he actually went through with it and killed him, he'd never come back from that. Right. So that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. That's good. What else? Go ahead. I, I noticed a similarity with uh, the Jesus on the cross and being crucified. 
when Jesus was on the cross being crucified, the last thing he said was, help me, Father. And when Luke was there and the emperor was just about to kill him, he said, help me, Father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, what else? This is good. Let's keep it going. Obviously, Darth Vader was the embodiment of evil, and all, all the logic and wisdom didn't convert him, but the thing that changed him and saved him was love. Yeah. And it's true, you see that. You see his love eventually overcame him, in which eventually tempted him over to, um, to saving his son. It's great. Kind of what he was saying about um, how Luke was saying, you know, save me and everything. It was kind of weird because I started noticing like God elements in Darth Vader, and I was like, no, 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 he's a villain. I, I can't see that, you know. But um, I thought it was interesting how instead of like by saving him, he instead of directly helping Luke, what he did is he overthrew evil and he overthrew the source of evil, and that's kind of what God did. God didn't just take Jesus off the cross; he just overthrew evil and death and all. That's great. Go ahead. I don't need a mic. Okay, yeah, that's true. You don't need a mic. Um, Danger on my part. I actually don't think Darth Vader was the embodiment of evil. The skull face and everything else leads me to think he was supposed to be death. Which also, but anyway, his sacrifice is what I was going to go to. When Luke takes off his mask, I can kind of liken that to Jesus dying and then the veil in the temple being torn away. In the expanded universe, if anybody else saw Vader's face, game over, man. Just kneel down and get ready for a lightsaber. But all of a sudden, you know, the sacrifice has been made. Evil's been defeated. The father looks for his son. Or in the biblical case, the father looks upon his children again. It's good. All of them. I like it. Any other thoughts? Oh, over here. Um, I really like uh, the ending where Darth Vader just kind of uh, becomes a father again, just uh, kind of a good figure because it kind of makes you, and I, you know, I know it's a movie, but you know, you kind of look at the other movies and you just see this dark figure with like the mask and everything, but you just see him as so far gone that he's not redeemable, but in the end, that, um, you know, he just had this inner conflict the whole time that you can't see behind the mask. And I really think that's a, it's a powerful image in the, in the movie. Kind of like comes to look at the other movies a little differently about how he kind of could have been struggling in that time, but we wouldn't be able to see it. Hmm. And I think that can really like relate to how we are in our lives, like how some people can struggle and but, in, but put up kind of like a wall where you can't really see it. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's good. Go ahead. It's almost like kind of what you're saying. It's kind of like your heart of stone versus the heart of flesh. So it's face was kind of like we saw the flesh, we saw the heart of flesh. And all the armor and the mask. Right. Harder stone versus harder flesh. That's great. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, Right. He's, he's 
he's like, okay, I, I got to protect my sister. Right. Can't let him get to my sister. Right. Even if I think. Right. So it's less about him and more about protecting my sister. And then Darth Vader, when he turns and throws the emperor, it's because he's got to protect his son. So yeah. In both times, usually the light side from the films doesn't overpower the dark side in most fights. But in these, where they do win, it's because it's being used for. Ooh. But see, but if Luke had continued down, down that path, and if he had continued protecting his sister with violence, that would not have been a victory. And I think he realized that. And he, he, took it, he, he took it right up to the brink. Right. But what he didn't understand was that he was giving it to the dark side that whole time. He wasn't protecting anybody. And only when he threw his lightsaber away, and that's when he declared himself a Jedi is when he had stopped the violence, he got rid of his weapon, and he said, you have failed. Because if he had gone all the way and killed Vader, who was threatening his sister, then he belonged to the Emperor. And he was Ooh. done. And so his attachment to his sister, that was being used by the dark side, and he thought that he was doing exactly the right thing. Until the Emperor said, good! And at that point, he knew what he had done, the mistake he had made, he threw his lightsaber down and said, no, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> Y'all. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, kind of backtracking a little bit here. And uh, I hope I can say this right because I said it to them a little while ago. So hopefully I don't get too confused and hate speaking. Um, but to backtrack to where the force goes, mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I think Anakin was there uh, was because during the battle, so you have Jedi, which is basically Christianity. Dark side, which is not. Christianity believes in everlasting life, believes in redemption, believes nobody's ever lost. So Darth Vader's last act is an act of redemption, which means that Darth Vader didn't die, Anakin died. So that's why Anakin is closer, came back, it's everlasting life. Right. If he would have died as Darth Vader, nothing right. happened to that point. Yeah. So that's, that's why. Ah, that's good. Okay. Oh, one more. One more, and then we'll we'll have to end. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, and this is maybe a little out there, but I kind of want to challenge the the analogy that Jedi or Jedi represents Christianity and the dark side represents evil. You know, um, but maybe see it as two two different religious movements surrounding the same God, the same force, because, you know, I kind of see the Jedi as almost being kind of like Pharisees and maybe dark side being not Sadducees or something, and that there's actually a third way, because we're talking about this whole bringing balance to the force thing, which functionally makes no sense, because the Jedi have spent their entire time trying to eradicate the dark side, which isn't balance, right? There's, there's no balance in having you know, only Jedi, no dark side. That's not really balanced. So I wonder if, because really the Jedi are against attachments, but what we see is that we see there's actually a lot of power in attachments. There's power in the attachment between Luke and his father and Luke and his sister. There's something good there, but there's also something evil in the pursuit of power for its own sake, and there's something evil about violence. So I wonder if maybe the point of bringing balance to the force is something that Luke discovers in taking the best out of both movements hmm. and taking the ability to love from the dark side but also taking the refusal to use violence from the Jedi 
kind of creating something new out of that. So. Okay. All right. We got to go. But seriously, continue having these conversations. Continue to be watching things. This is how why we do this class is that we watch with the critical eye and seeing kind of where we see some themes that are deeper than just what appears on the screen. So thanks for being here. Hope you have a blessed Easter. Easter? Easter. Whatever Easter is. Eat a lot of Easter. Have a good one. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next week.